Hey, you ever needed something for your home but don't have the cash or credit to pay for it? You can do that at Aaron's. Yep, you can rent to own appliances like washers, dryers, or refrigerators, furniture for your living room or bedroom, even tech. Plus, Aaron's has great brands like HP, Samsung, and Ashley. Life's always changing. Keep it, return it, upgrade it. Aaron's fits your life instead of the other way around. So check out your nearest Aaron's store or visit Aaron's.com to see what I'm talking about. Approval isn't guaranteed and some restrictions apply. You got to see your local store for details. Clean and protect your firearms with Riptide Armory. Riptide, a veteran-founded business. It's dedicated to producing American-made cleaning chemicals and also dedicated to creating American jobs. And that commitment is embodied in every product that's bottled, labeled, and shipped from their Arvada, Colorado facility. Safe for all firearm types and surfaces. Embrace the power of American ingenuity and protect your firearms with the best. Visit RiptideArmory.com. What's the best way to fish like a local? What if you could book a trip with an experienced local guide with the click of a button? Now you can with Fishing Booker. Now anyone can access enjoyable fishing experiences anywhere. Take the legwork out of setting up that trip and explore more than 30,000 fishing experiences at your fingertips. Just go to fishingbooker.com to get started and book your trip with a local guide. That's fishingbooker.com. Fishing Booker. Fish like a local. Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm your host, Spencer Newarth, and today we're joined by Giannis Putellis, Brody Henderson, Alyssa Smith, Hayden Samick, Corey Calkins, Logan Dove, Mackenzie Elmquist, and Austin Kleberad, or Chili. Now, Chili, this is your first was time that good? on was the that show. Was that close or Cleberad. no? Totally butchered the last well, time. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is it? It's Kleberad. Kleberad. I, yeah. I went with a Eberad. Yeah, it's all right. Kleberad. That's why we call you Chili. Chili, exactly. tell folks what you do here at Meat Eater. Uh, I am the property and equipment manager, and I also do a little bit of IT work and... Did yeah. some IT work for me today. I did, yeah. What did I you job. do for Brody? Did oh. you, like, make the font big on his phone? Or <laughs> <laughs> it's already big on his phone. Uh, is it, is it already big on his phone? It's already big on no, his phone. No, look at <laughs> Yours is big. Giannis yeah. runs it. Giannis is, like, 72-point <laughs> font on his phone. It's one letter on the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the IT help for Brody? Oh, I just basically gave him access to all the files and meter so he can just mm. do whatever he needs to do. Okay. Just remember that. Yeah. And you do the, the property <laughs> management stuff. Yep. This is the last episode in this podcast studio. That's correct. Is Meat Eater going to let you go after this project's done, you think? <laughs> I think so. What use do they have for you after after this is over? You haven't been in the new office. There's a lot of use for Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you got... <laughs> clock's not ticking quite yet. I hope not. Okay. Yeah. It's a great job. Now, if you're not familiar, this is a 10-round quiz show with questions from Meat Eater's four verticals, which are hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking, and there is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the conservation organization of the winner's choosing. And each week here on Trivia, we reveal a new stat. This week, we're looking at the question breakdown by category. So far, there have been 630 questions asked on this podcast. The breakdown for those is 37% have been conservation 25% have been hunting, 20% have been fishing, and 18% have been cooking. 
The conservation category is disproportionately higher because it tends to be a catch-all for things that aren't directly tied to the other three verticals. Like bad TV shows. Bad TV shows, sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. All that stuff Brody doesn't like, that usually gets lumped into 37%. Yeah, I think you should even conservation. out categories. Mm-hmm. And for the housekeeping portion of today's show, I'm going to answer some FAQs about the Shelby Index. Now, the Shelby Index is a barometer that I use to determine how tough a batch of questions for trivia is. I ask these questions to my wife the night before each show, and usually she gets about half as many right as the winner. And we actually had a stat on episode 424 that proved this to be true. Anyway, I get a lot of questions about the Shelby Index, and I'll do my best to answer them now. Question. How does Shelby get half points? Answer, because I'm a good husband. If there's a question where you have to provide multiple answers and she gets half of the right answers, then she often rewards herself with half of a point, and I don't argue. Plus, I'd like that it adds some diversity to the Shelby Index. Question, does the Shelby Index ever change the game? Answer, sometimes. I think the sweet spot for an episode is when the Shelby Index is between three And five, if she gets less than or more than that, I'll often reword questions or change them all together to create a more competitive episode. Yeah, I don't ever remember the Shelby Index being anything but between three and five. Hold on, we got another thing coming up here. Question, can you tell us which questions Shelby gets right? Answer, no. Here's why. I know these jackals in the room will use that to their advantage. For example, (laughs) if the Shelby index is three and she has only gotten two right going into the final question, then our players would know that their answer should try to match Shelby's. For that reason, I'm going to keep her correct answers a mystery. That seems like something you do, Brody, right? If you knew that you had to, like, match Shelby's answer on question 10. You mean 10. if re- you revealed her answers? That's, well, if I told you which ones she got right, right? So the Shelby index was three, and at question 10, she only has two right. So you know that your answer, to be correct, would have to match what she said. So think like yeah, Shelby. Yeah, I don't That's know right. that that would affect. Mm, I think it would. Because I wouldn't I know like what her Steve answer move. was in the first place. Sure, but I think you could, it would help inform your answer because you're like, okay, uh, this person who isn't very familiar with the subject matter got this right. Sure, I think it could affect, I'll say, yeah. Now, question, has Shelby ever won a game? Answer, yes. On episode 388, the Shelby index was six. Brody and Giannis also got six points in that game and went to a tiebreaker. The question was in the tiebreaker, what percentage of American women had fished within the last year? Brody said 22.7% and Giannis said 20.1%. The correct answer was 7%. And when I got home after that episode, I asked my wife the same question and her answer was 9%, which would have made her the winner. I still think you're wrong. So that would mean that my wife, who hasn't shot a deer or caught a fish since 2016, was once victorious over some of the world's best hunters and anglers. <laughs> she caught you guys once. You know what um, I was wondering about the Shelby Index? Mm-hmm. And maybe you've done this, but I don't think you have. You should figure out who, um, cons- who, who beats the Shelby Index, like exceeds the Shelby Index mm-hmm. the most and by how much. Okay. We could, we could do that sometime. Uh, I'd like to try to avoid hurt feelings in the stats. We could have people. What do you mean? This, well, all the stats hurt feelings. <laughs> Are they? 
Yeah. Well, I try, like to, I try to lift you up for the most part. They just uh, feel like I can try to lift some people like up. I don't think I'm one of them. Top three <laughs> against the Shelby Index mm-hmm. or something. We could, like, I don't know. We can figure on. it Wouldn't out. Wouldn't that just be who wins the most? <laughs> well, no, but <laughs> it's like Brody number. Likes like, yeah, Brody just mm-hmm. wants more accolades. <laughs> no, I just want to know. We'll, we'll uh, keep exploring the Shelby Index. Speaking of uh, Shelby, mm-hmm. who's the bigger Swifty? Her or you? Mm, I would say it's equal. We inform each other's uh, swiftiness, but usually uh, a Swifty would be a fan of Taylor Swift. I'm just siphoning off of somebody else. Took me a while to catch up to what mm-hmm. was going on there. I'm less of a fan <laughs> of Taylor Swift, and I'm more interested in the fandom that follows her. It's like the most feverish fandom I've ever witnessed as someone who likes a lot of sports and TV shows and often uh, gets like a deep dive into those things. The Swifty universe is another thing, right, Phil? Yes. And you're a Swifty, uh, Yeah, right? yeah. You're, you're asking me because we've had conversations mm-hmm. about Taylor Swift in your kitchen before. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you're yeah. a Swifty, too? Oh, 100%. Wow. She spans such a broad range <laughs> of uh, age demographics. Yeah. It's a universal talent that she has, mm-hmm. I would say. I was we telling have, my girls that Phil, we should go. And she's like, well, why the in the hell would you go? And I was telling her, probably, I would go just as much for the people watching as anything. Like I said, we have we have the other Swifties in the company, um, and I just like to talk to them about the fandom and hear what they have to say. Corey's wife is a huge Swifty as well, right, Corey? Yeah, that's that, how this all came about. Does that bleed over into you? Uh, not so much, no. You don't consider yourself a Swifty? <sighs> no, I'll, I'll let her play it in the drift boat every once in a while, but man... Reggae has to overcome Swifty <laughs> after no, a, a little while. A Swift song came on my playlist mm. while we were in the car the other day, and within seconds, Corey had hit the next button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Corey's wife was saying that uh, your son is like, Mom, can you not play this song anymore? You think? It's gotten to that level at home, right? Yeah, a little bit. But then he'll play, you know, like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles song a <laughs> hundred times in a row. Uh-huh. So Evens out. Yeah, I guess. Now Moving the, on. The Shelby Index <laughs> for today's round is a four, so our winners should get eight correct answers, and with that, we're on to the game of trivia. Play the drop, Phil. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? You stand to win everything. Game on, suckers! Question one, the topic is cooking, and as always, this will be multiple choice. Which of these foods was not served at the first Thanksgiving? Is it passenger pigeon, potatoes, eel, or pumpkins? Which of these foods was not served at the first Thanksgiving? Passenger pigeon, potatoes, eel, or pumpkins? Three of these things were at that first Thanksgiving. One of them was not. How we doing, Yanni? How you feel about your answer? Educated guess. Okay. How's the rest of the room doing? Brody, I think we're waiting on you. Keep waiting. <laughs> I'm thinking. Okay. Do you have it narrowed down at least? Nope. Oh, look at this cute little... Uh... Poem someone wrote down here on the back of my board. Roses are red, violets are blue, Brody sucks at trivia, and Steve does too. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I don't know who wrote that one. I don't know either. That right. specific poem, nice though, I think will be in the board game as graffiti on the back of the whiteboards that come with the game. Yeah, you got any updates for us there? Not yet. No. Uh, more to come soon. Brody, how we doing? He's writing a no- yeah, novel over I know. Hmm... <laughs> <laughs> Brody. He's writing his own little poem. 
I'm ready. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying Ooh. passenger pigeon. Hayden saying pumpkins. Logan saying potatoes. Alyssa saying pumpkins. Oh. Corey saying potatoes. Mackenzie saying pumpkins. Giannis saying potatoes. Chili saying pumpkins. Mm. The correct answer is potatoes. Oh, this potato. Damn it. Potatoes were not there. Potatoes are native to South America and hadn't yet made it to New England in 1621. But according to historians, they did eat roasted pumpkin, boiled passenger pigeons, and smoked eel. If you want to learn more about what was on the menu, then read my article on TheMeatEater.com called The First Thanksgiving, Wild Game, Extinction, and Stuffing. Question two. The topic is hunting. You like that? Yes. A lot to unpack there. Question two, the topic is hunting. This next great question comes to us via Tom Tessman. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. This state hosted its first elk hunt in 2020 and first black bear hunt in 2021. Some confident answers in the room. Again, the question is, this state hosted its first elk hunt in 2020 and first black bear hunt in 2021. Yanni is not one of the confident people. Brody is. Brody, do you have this one right? Almost certainly. Okay. Your whole side of the table looks confident. Hayden, you have this one right as well? No, I'm thinking on it. Okay. This state hosted its first elk hunt in 2020 and first black bear hunt in 2021. Phil, last episode in this studio, what's going to be your fondest memory when we move out of here? <laughs> Moving out of here? <laughs> is, that, is that it today? Uh, yeah, yeah, today is the last day. Uh, I'm going to miss Steve complaining about not being able to hear half the time uh, and then realizing it's probably because he's deaf. <laughs> um, uh, the train, we just heard it. That's I don't right. know if that's why you asked. Do we but... have a train at the next studio or not? No, no oh, okay. train. But here's the thing. Right. I mean, we don't think you could actually hear the train on any of the recordings, mm. but that's, a, that's an Easter egg for all you mm-hmm. listeners out there. So yeah. The train would by quite often. Are you yeah. in charge of uh, decorating? Uh, you know, I'm gonna studio? I'm gonna pawn that off on Hayden. I think because he's got well, more experience. Hayden's gonna pawn it off on Chili. <laughs> no, exactly. no, 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 I like decorating, yeah, man. Because we're gonna I'm be hanging up, we're gonna dude. be hanging up some furs. We might have a full bear mount. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, we're gonna use a bear mount as a base trap. We got that black velvet wall. We got to cover up. Oh no, I like it with a coffin-shaped podcast table. That's true. Fun. It's gonna be like a goth rock music video mm, set, but we, okay. we, we're gonna do our best to yeah undo that. Perfect. I think everyone's fondest memory will be uh, what you said. Moving on here, this is a cramped room to get ten people in here for trivia. It's tight. Does everybody have an answer for question two? I just have a quick question. What's up? What do you mean by hosted? Uh, like Steve Harvey came and <laughs> yeah, like he gave out its first <laughs> tags that year for elk. Um, in 2020, and Black Bear in 2021. Zero idea. Everybody ready? Go yeah, one fifty one. Well, I did. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying Missouri, Hayden saying Missouri, Logan saying Pennsylvania, oh, no. and he crossed out Pennsylvania. I don't know how to spell Pennsylvania. Alyssa <laughs> <laughs> saying Virginia, Corey saying Pennsylvania, Mackenzie saying California, Giannis saying Missouri, Chili saying New York. The correct answer is Missouri. A few folks got it. 19,000 hunters applied for Missouri's first five elk tags in 2020. 
All five hunters were successful. 6,000 hunters applied for Missouri's first 400 bear permits in 2021. The state capped the harvest at 40, but only had 12 killed over the nine-day season. Missouri considered both inaugural seasons a huge success. Question three, the topic is biology. According to the USGS, this illness is fatal for 65% of bighorn sheep that contract it. Again, the topic is biology. According to the USGS, this illness is fatal for 65% of bighorn sheep that contract it. Again, a confident answer by Brody. Giannis, slow to his board. Corey, do you have this one right? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Also had a quick answer. Spelling Hayden over here, who board. I think has donated to the Wild Sheep Foundation when he's won. I know what it not does. not yet come up with an answer. I know what it does. I think I have an answer. My problem is, is I think this... Well, I'll explain it later if you're curious. Again, according to the USGS, this illness is fatal for 65% of bighorn sheep that contract it. Hayden doesn't want to give any hints, but he hasn't come up with an answer yet either. <laughs> That's my issue too, Peter. Hayden. I don't know if I'm writing it down <laughs> correctly. Spelling is important. Yanni, well, you have this one right. Is is probably the sole person who has shot a bighorn sheep in this room? <clears throat> I think yep. so. Okay. Is everybody ready? Chili? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying pneumonia. Hayden saying brosilos. Brucolos. Yeah. Well, clearly I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, you would know. Brucellosis. Logan saying CWD. Alyssa saying CWD. Corey saying pneumonia. Mackenzie saying brucellosis. Giannis saying pneumonia. Chili without an answer. The correct answer is pneumonia. I thought it was like some like sheepy like version of pneumonia. One study showed that pneumonia is the top cause of death for some bighorn sheep herds, with 36% of fatalities being linked to the illness. And even when bighorns do survive, they can act as carriers for future generations of lambs. Most herds infected with pneumonia contracted the infection through close contact with domestic sheep and domestic goats. Pneumonia killed a pile of antelope in Wyoming this year. Oh, really? I didn't know mm -hmm. it got to them, too. It's like a side effect of that bad winter. Giannis, was pneumonia an issue in the place where you hunted in Colorado? Was that a concern there? I don't believe so. Some herds I saw, like I said, 36. I mean, they, they, it's a concern because there are domestic sheep that yep. are still uh, you know, put out on range in that uh, mountain range. But uh, I don't know if that, if that they've, if they've actually contracted it. it. Yeah. Question four, the topic is fishing this is our listener question of the week which was won by kurt gortlitz for sending this great question kurt is going to get a book signed by steve this artist painted a tarpon on the ceiling of the sistine chapel the room is stumped this artist painted a tarpon on the ceiling of the sistine chapel Logan, the only person like to come the up with Sistine Chapel. The Sistine Chapel. Do we get a year? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> Ooh. Not, not going to tell you the year. The follow-up factoid has the year. I'm not going to tell you the year. Yeah, Again, this really artist painted a tarpon on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. Logan, do you have this one right? Potentially. We were having a discussion, I think, in the car last week about like how many famous artists can you name? And there's... <laughs> 
Oh, that's all I'll say. Okay. Oh, but that helped. Okay, so uh, you're just picking one of them. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Again, this that might have been a hint. This artist painted a tarpon on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. Is he a Ninja Turtle? I feel like it's kind of a stretch to have this as a fishing question. Uh, just go with it, Mackenzie. <laughs> Very fishy. Welcome to trivia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just upset because I have no idea. Also welcome to trivia. Yanni, you going to get this one right? Uh. <laughs> I love that answer. <laughs> Logan, when you were having that conversation, how many artists could you name? Ooh, maybe like five. Okay. Yep. There we go. It was Jackson Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> Does everybody who's going to come up with an answer have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody and Hayden and Logan saying Michelangelo. Wow. Alyssa saying Leonardo da Vinci. Corey saying Da Vinci. Mackenzie saying Michelangelo. Giannis <laughs> saying Ed Anderson, who is uh, currently alive. Chili saying Michelangelo. We have a correct answer in the room. It's Michelangelo. Yes. The room did very well. I figured there was no way it could be an actual fishing artist. Right. Like, because that's what I was thinking at first. I'm like, Maybe he got invited down for some special project. Yeah, I know. For conservation. (laughs) Just a little tarpon in the corner. Some consider this the first accurate painting of a tarpon. So how did it wind up next to Jonah in the world's most famous mural? Well, in the story about Jonah getting swallowed, the Bible didn't identify the fish as a whale until the King James Version came out in 1611. That's 100 years after the Sistine Chapel was painted. Before that, it was just called, quote, a great fish. It's speculated that Michelangelo interpreted the great fish as a tarpon, so that's what he placed in the painting. Humans didn't have a consistent way to land big tarpon by that point, so some folks, like Michelangelo, hypothesized that they grew to biblical proportions. Where would he have run into a tarpon? That, that's like kind of the cool thing. That's why it's one of the first accurate paintings of it. a tarpon. <laughs> what, what part don't you buy? I don't buy that it's a tarpon. Oh, you look at the painting, it's a tarpon. You look at it and be like, oh, that's a, that's a tarpon. It's uh, the only thing you could maybe think it is. It's like uh, an arapaima or something like that, which I don't mm-hmm. think he knew what that I was either. I want to know how he would have seen a tarpon. An Atlantic tarpon. Take a look at it. It's uh, right there on the ceiling of the world's most famous mural. Hmm. Question five. The topic is mountain men. Good question. Thank you, Yanni. That's why it was our listener question of the week. What book is the movie Jeremiah Johnson based off of? What book is the movie Jeremiah Johnson based off of? The room is slow to come up with an answer. Brody, I thought this would be firmly in your wheelhouse. Why is that? Uh, usually when we have mountain men questions, it's like you and Steve who get them right. Mm, you ought to look at that stat because okay. I'm not sure. Okay, that. we can visit. Again, what book is the movie Jeremiah Johnson based off of? Who has seen Jeremiah Johnson in oh, this room? Uh, everybody except Logan, Alyssa, Mackenzie. Robert Redford, man. All dude, day. Robert Redford is my favorite actor. A young, ever. young one. Yeah. Handsome man. Yo, dude. That beard? Stellar. Again, what book is the movie Jeremiah Johnson based off of? Nobody may get this one right. Corey, you have an answer. Do you have the right answer? Yes. Okay. Giannis is now coming up with one. Yanni, are you going to have the right answer? Probably not. Logan, do you know what Jeremiah Johnson is? You haven't seen the movie? No. Okay. 
You haven't seen it? No, but you know what movie I did just watch that was sweet? Young, Mario. Young Guns. You seen that it's a classic. Emilio. You should go watch Jeremiah Johnson right. tonight. Does everybody have an yeah, answer? Yeah, it'll be yeah, entertaining. I think it holds its own. Movie day sure. at the new office? <laughs> I tried to donate my projector to the new office, and they didn't take it. Really? I said, no, hey, we don't need a projector. I think it. we can put a new projector at we the new office. We can put it on the ping pong table. Uh, I donated that to the office. We have two of them? We got two ping pong tables. This is oh, like a ping pong business Dirt. now. It's going to be a little <laughs> tourney going on. FHF is making paddles. Nah. Does everybody <laughs> have an answer? Sure. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying, the mountain man. Hayden saying, Journal of a Trapper. Logan without an answer. Alyssa saying, How the West Was Run. Corey saying, (laughs) (laughs) Mackenzie saying, What's that say, Mackenzie? Brokeback Mountains. (laughs) Giannis saying, Mountain Men, Chili without an answer. It was based on two books. One of them is Crow Killer, and the other one was Mountain Men. Yanni got it right. Yanni, did you even know that was a book? Not really. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. No. Mountain Man, I think we'll give to you. What, what did you write, Brody? No, it's Brody. Said, Brody. It said the Mountain Man. Mountain Man. So I don't like think not. we're going to give it to you. Singular doesn't work. Nah, give it to him. We'll give it to Corey. Yeah, boy. Well done. I was, I was glad you got there. Wait, if he was wait in contention, minute, I'd, be, I'd be I'd be pissed. No, if you don't now, give it to me, now Brody's, Brody's catching yeah, yeah, on. You got to give it to Brody. It's mostly about one dude. We'll give it to both of you. I don't think you should. You, you I had, think just yeah. Giannis. Should you were one letter off. Giannis. Yeah, Giannis you spell agree- pneumonia, buddy. <laughs> 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 that's right. It could I'm have been a misspelling. Here's why I think we'll give it to you is because Yanni said to give it to you, and Yanni got it right. But now, now that I, I mean, had to give it to somebody <laughs> that's in contention with me, I feel uh-huh. differently. It's okay. up to you guys, but I like. If I was sitting in your shoes, I would give it to Giannis and not us. But in my shoes, I'm like, yeah, give it to me. When Yanni didn't know that you were going to get a point, (laughs) he was was going to give it to Corey. Spencer just really wants to go fishing He's not a contender. (laughs) I'm just being nice, (laughs) handing out points. Phil, what do you think? (laughs) This is question five. Where would you land on this? I honestly, I marked Brody getting it right. Okay. We're going to do that then. We're going to give it to Corey and Brody. Again, one of the books was Mountain Man. This game is getting they soft. They wrote Mountain <laughs> Man. According, oh, I'm Steve's not here. According to <laughs> IMDB, Jeremiah Johnson is based off of two books, although most just associated with Crow Killer by Raymond Thorpe and Robert Bunker. One historian called it the genre's most influential and misunderstood book of all time. The problem with Crow Killer is that it's presented as a biography, even though it's almost entirely based on inaccurate oral histories. Phil, am I beating you on Phil, we're halfway through the game of trivia. Give Brody a scoreboard update. I'm going to keep him on the edge of his seat for one more sec. Just going back to podcast <laughs> studio memories. Uh-huh. Uh, the Christmas episodes, I'd say. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, the two we did, we did in here. The first one... And we did some lead throwing indoors. Uh, <laughs> melted some lead and uh-huh. found, looked at our futures. Some OSHA violations. Yeah, maybe, possibly. <laughs> Who's to say? Long damage. And then there was the uh, the Tiki Family Feud one, which was dangerous for a different reason. That's right. Um, we've got Alyssa, yet to make an impression on the board. Mackenzie and Chili have one point apiece. Hayden and Logan have two. Corey has three and tied for first place are Giannis and Brody. All right, I'll keep it. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever wondered if you could, like, pull off cowboy boots? Then you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You will see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Now we're going to throw it to Chili. 
If you know him, he is a cowboy boot aficionado. Dude don't like to cross the street without his cowboy boots on. Hear him out. People want to know when to wear Tacovas date night. Now, I'm not a very fancy guy, but when I put my Tacovas on, I feel very fancy, and my girlfriend seems to like them too. Now, if you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west as a special opportunity for our listeners. Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code MEATEATER at checkout. That's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so they're always updating with new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, enter code MEATEATER at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Hey, everybody, I'm talking here about Montana Knife Company from our very own state of Montana. This company was founded by one of the most experienced master bladesmiths in the world, Josh Smith, who over recent months I've become friends with. And my God, have I learned a lot about knives from this guy. Just a phenomenal hometown company that makes world-renowned knives. Josh has been making knives for 30 years. You get one of these knives up and open it. It is sharp like something that came from outer space. And here's the deal. They make knives that can be sharpened. You can work on these knives. If you don't want to work on them, you send it to them and they'll work on it. They'll get it sharp. Phenomenal hunting knives. If you want to see them in action, we just did, uh, me and uh, John Hayes, the taxidermist, just did a video about how to properly skin a black bear. Um, Watch that video. And in that video, you'll see Montana Knife Company knives in action. MKC products usually sell out in minutes of being released, which is true. But now for the first time, they're dabbling with having knives in stock on their site. So right now you can grab yourself a Blackfoot 2.0 or the Ultralight Speed Goat. Use code MEATEATER and you get 10% off your first order. Montana Knife Company, working knives for working people, 10% off with the code MEATEATER. That's a good deal. On X Hunt is always striving to help make hunters more successful in the field each season. This hunting season, they will have a bunch of new features to help you on your next hunt. These features include new aerial imagery options like leaf off, recent imagery updated every two weeks with historic look back, and imagery on demand. On top of that, OnX is reinventing the trail camera market by syncing your hunt app with multiple cell camera manufacturers and helping organize and analyze your photos. You can also now view your maps in Dash when driving to your next hunting location. These are just a few of the many updates OnX has for this hunting season. Try OnX Hunt free for seven days or go to onxmaps.com slash hunt and use code MEATEATER for 20% off your new OnX Hunt membership. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the app I use most. I love it. I cannot picture life without it. Use code MEATEATER for 20% off on your new OnX Hunt membership. Question six, the topic is hunting. 
Social media users called for a boycott of this fast food chain in 2019 after hunting photos of its founder circulated online. Social media users called for a boycott of this fast food chain in 2019 after hunting photos of its founder circulated online. We have a very confident room. Everyone may get this one right. Yanni is the slowest to <laughs> Alyssa's shaking her head. <laughs> no. Yannis doesn't eat fast food. Again, social media users called for a boycott of this fast food chain in 2019 after hunting photos of its founder circulated online. Is everybody ready? Any fast food chain who you think's founder tried to get canceled in 2019? Did he get canceled? No. I mean, maybe as much as a fast food founder could possibly get canceled. Although Papa John's got canceled super hard. He well, did? Oh, well, yeah, man. It wasn't, it wasn't hunting sucks. photos. He like, uh, he's white, and he used the N-word on a conference call. Um, so that's a good way to uh, lose your company. Is everybody and ready? a very valid wow. way to lose your company. Among other things, I think he had a he had a long track record. He has a lot of that. like deranged interviews where he's sweating profusely and just like spewing <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> yeah, you know that famous video of David Hasselhoff who's like on the kitchen floor. I feel like he had things similar to that. Is everybody ready? Yep. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying Jimmy John's, Hayden saying Jimmy John's, uh, Logan saying Chick-fil-A, Alyssa saying Burger King, Alyssa, or excuse me, Corey saying Jimmy John, Mackenzie saying Subway, Yanni saying Jimmy John's, Chili saying Chick-fil-A. The correct answer is Jimmy John's. I would not think Jimmy John's would be fast. I was going to say, oh, I kind of fast. agree. Yeah, but yeah, that is their whole thing. It's they're, they're, fast. There you go. Their wiki identifies it as a fast food. Uh, I've seen it identified elsewhere as a fast food. It's definitely fast Felt food. okay. Yeah. Never it. had it. Feels like fast food when you eat it, for sure. The yeah. hashtag boycott Jimmy John's was tweeted over 77,000 times in 2019. This happened after photos of Jimmy John posing with dead rhinos, elephants, and zebras went viral on social media. It didn't seem to work, though, since Jimmy John's went from being the 35th most profitable restaurant in 2019 to 34th in 2020 and 32nd in 2021. It's pretty hilarious that a bunch of people that are eating ham sandwiches and roast beef subs are like, ah, get that guy, he hunts. Like, what the hell? Question seven, the topic is I think is that guy fishing. donated a shitload, spent a shitload of money on... Rhino tags? No, <laughs> like a Utah governor's tag He likes tag governor tags. Um, oh, yeah. Corey, Every year. I, yeah. I feel like you've talked about Corey before, how in your past life you knew guides who like explicitly worked with Jimmy John. Is that right? Mm, yeah, kind of through the grapevine, I guess. Not not one-on-one -on -one or anything. He hires a lot of guides at one time. And what was the situation? There was like kind of one guy that he had that he liked to go to. I don't know the guy's name, but uh, whether Jimmy John was hunting like Utah or... Texas or Idaho, he liked this one dude that was like basically his chauffeur. Oh man, I don't you don't remember that? No. Okay, we'll move on. Question Sorry. seven. The topic is fishing. This next great question comes to us via Dustin O'Brien. If you have a question you think is right for meat eater trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. Three states list the walleye as an official state symbol. Name one of those states. Something. Three states list the walleye as an official state symbol. I need you to name one of those states. This was a fishing question? This is fishing. It's question seven. State symbol. 
It, that is a fish. It's not a trick question, Brody. Just a state symbol is a, a state fish. States have like a state oh, well, insect, yeah, a I, state yeah, well. plant, state tree, state fruit. Do you know what Pennsylvania state fish is, Brody? Brook trout. What about state bird? Rough grouse. Hunting and fishing questions. Dang. Brody's good. That was well, his home state. They're from Pennsylvania. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, Brody just knows them all off the top of his head. <laughs> he, he really is a walking Wikipedia. But I don't think I can answer that for Michigan. Is everybody ready? I bet you Michigan's rough grouse. I think that might be the same, too. Yeah. Is everybody Could ready? Could be. Alyssa, Let's you have a state try. rundown? I'm second guy. Go ahead and reveal your answer. We have Brody and Hayden and Logan saying Minnesota, Alyssa saying Montana, Corey and Mackenzie, and Giannis saying Minnesota, Chile saying Wisconsin. The three states are Minnesota, South Dakota, and Vermont. Chile, your oh, home state. Chile is a South Dakota. I'm from South Dakota. I shouldn't know that. Didn't know the walleye was the state fish. Minnesota declared the walleye their state fish in 1965. Vermont followed suit in 1978 and South Dakota in 1992. Some states list multiple fish as state symbols and separate them by state saltwater fish and state freshwater fish. Vermont is the only state, though, that has a state cold water fish and state warm water fish. Mm. Question eight. The topic is woodsmanship. What three months are when the most acres are burned by wildfires in the United States? What three months are when the most acres are burned by wildfires in the United States? The topic is woodsmanship. We will get a scoreboard update from Phil the Engineer after this. Again, I need you to name all three months. Most acres, you said? Most acres, that's right. What three months are when the most acres are burned by wildfires in the United States? A lot of second guessing in this room, it looks like. Folks are thinking hard. Brody, are you going to get this one? I don't know. If it's not a trick question, I will. Is everybody ready? Never a trick question, bro. Could be, because I just recently learned that fire season is not the same. I'm going to change my answer. In the whole United States. (laughs) Is everybody ready? Did you say the U.S.? In the United States. Is everybody ready? Mackenzie? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying July, August, September. Hayden saying July, August, September. Logan saying June, July, August. Alyssa saying July, August, September. Corey saying August, September, October. Mackenzie saying June, July, August. Giannis saying August, September, October. Chili saying July, August, September. The three months are June, July, and August. Whoa! What up? Three folks, I think, got it right. This is according to a study that looked at wildfire trends in America between 1992 and 2015. The month when the most acres burn is June. That's followed by July, August, September, and May. That trend was only bucked in 2011 when Texas had 43% of the nation's wildfire acres. The state was on fire for the whole year, with the worst one, with the worst months being February, April, May, and September. So June, July, August, when the most acres burn. <sighs> Phil, where does the scoreboard now stand? 
Alyssa, Mackenzie, and Chili are no longer in the running for the victory, but we have Logan and Hayden with four points apiece, Corey with five, and still tied in first place are Brody and Giannis with six points. Two uh, questions Every left. time. Dude, a lot, of, a lot of players still in the game. Mm -hmm. Question nine. The topic is cooking. This next great question comes to us via Dan Alonzo. If you have a question you think it's right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. Protein poisoning, which is sometimes called blank starvation, is when your body takes in too much protein with not enough fat or carbs. So this is a fill in the blank. Here's the prompt again. Protein poisoning, which is sometimes called blank starvation, is when your body takes in too much protein with not enough fat or carbs. Brody with a quick answer. Brody, are you going to get this one right? I don't know. Okay. But it's something I've heard before. You should have been confident. You could have put some fear in Yanni over here, who has mm. not even picked up his marker yet. Hasn't picked up his whiteboard. He, he often waits to write. He, he likes does. to contemplate stuff. Yeah, I think he likes the drama <laughs> of seeing how the rest of the room reacts. And then Yanni swoops in at the last second to get it right. Oh. I hate it when Brody's ahead. And then we have like, I feel like I'm not ahead. Well, you're ahead, of, you're ahead of me, bro. Well, that's like every game. This is a family show, so I'm not going to say. <laughs> um, and then do you typically put cooking questions towards the end? No, just God, try to give it a I, nice... I feel like that's how it plays out, man. Just a nice, even mix. Question one today was Brody's cooking. Brody's writing cookbooks and shit. Question nine was cooking. You post cooking videos. Yeah, but they're not... Yeah, they're like they're like stupid, though. They're like, here's how to make Chick-fil-A nuggets. Well, Again, protein <laughs> poisoning. I always double tap, Hayden. Which Thanks, is buddy. sometimes <laughs> called blank starvation, is when your body takes in too much protein with not enough fat or carbs. Does everybody who has going to come up with an answer have an answer? Yanni, have you came up with an answer yet? No, is the answer. Came or come? Either one. <laughs> Does everybody have an answer? Yanni? It's a family show. <laughs> is everybody ready? All right. Go ahead. Reveal your answers. We have oh, Brody and Hayden saying rabbit. Logan saying false. Alyssa without an answer. <laughs> Corey saying scarvy. Mackenzie Scarvey. without an answer. Giannis <laughs> saying rabbit. He crossed out fat. Chili without an answer. The correct answer is rabbit or fat. Yanni, you had both of the answers. Wow. Really? That's right. Bonus! Rabbit starvation or <laughs> fat starvation. Rabbit starvation is rare today, but it can happen in survival situations. It was first documented in 150 BC when Roman soldiers died after eating nothing but boiled venison and rabbits for days. Symptoms include nausea, headache, fatigue, low blood pressure, and diarrhea. Brody, is that something you guys covered in the survival books? Mm, I don't think so. We, maybe it got mentioned, but I don't think so. It's kind of one of those I mean, things. Uh, it's like, not, not applicable to real world stuff. You're talking a long period stuff. of time for that to have to, you know. Sure. That's right. It'd be something like Bear Grylls would talk about. Um, but yeah, in two days he'd get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, sure. But yeah, you just eat like the liver and stuff and you're good mm -hmm. to go. I Phil, think that's how you overcome it. We have one question left. Give us a scoreboard update. It's uh, coming down to Brody and Giannis once again. <laughs> <laughs> we got seven points apiece. Gosh. Question 10. The topic is conservation. 
Considered the largest cactus that's native to the United States, this plant has a national park in Arizona named after it. Spelling counts. Considered oh. the largest cactus that's native to the United States, this plant has a national park in Arizona named after it. Brody with a confident answer. Giannis has not picked up his whiteboard. Brody, are you going to get this one right? I'm just going to let Giannis think no about comment, it No comment, he says. <laughs> Yanni is, is rubbing his temple, trying to find an answer up it's there. It's the most famous cactus. I don't know. Considered the largest cactus that's native to the United States, this plant has a national park in Arizona named after it. Hmm. Corey, I want to revisit. I'm not 100 on mine. I want to revisit the fishing question about the Sistine Chapel. Uh, you gave a pretty heavy hint when you said, "Is it a teenage mutant oh, ninja know, turtle?" I and I didn't even write down a ninja turtle. Oh, you yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I was hoping someone would have been like, "Oh, bop, 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 bop. And I would have been like, "Oh, <laughs> oh ninja turtle." I liked how I liked how you wrote it. You wrote like Michael. Angelo, like Mike <laughs> Angelo. Also, Spelling doesn't matter. It also, is the way you word. spelled Chick Fil A too, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Pennsylvania, Chick Fil A. Spelling was not my strong suit in uh, grade school. <laughs> Yanni, how we doing over there? Blank board, bud. Blank uh -oh. mind, right now. Are you going to come up with something? It depends on how much time you give me. Do you guys want to take a quick bathroom break? Nope. <laughs> yeah, Phil, do you have any other memories about the podcast studio while, while Yanni tries to come up with a cactus? I mean, honestly, one of my favorites is Steve just absolutely going downhill the last few weeks in trivia and Brody just victorious all the time. It's been great. What a memory. Great to watch. <laughs> oh. Jeez. I feel like every time I play trivia, I'm in a round with Brody and it and it's it's really hurting my average. <laughs> what sitting by me? No, well, I mean, you're not going to get I guess any more questions way. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like, here's the thing about Brody, man. If 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 you get behind him early in the game, <laughs> there is very little chance that you're catching up. It's not a winner's mindset, dude. Exactly, man. Well, I'm not winning. You need a stronger <laughs> mental game, yeah. buddy. God, you know, self confidence, know, bro. Yanni, Phil, <laughs> Phil and Hayden, <laughs> Phil and Hayden just bought you an extra minute, and I see your board is still blank. What, you know, Giannis used to say, always be hunting, which means you never give up, dude. Yeah, I can do that when I'm actually hunting, but like, when he's like, what tarpon was on the painting, I, I get, mm -hmm. I don't know. Wasn't a tarpon. You got that one right. I did get that way. one right, that's that's for sure. Yanni is currently hunting for an answer. He can't find one. And regretting giving Brody that extra point. Oh, mm. so bad. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even oh, think no. about that. We'd be going to a tiebreaker. Came back to bite you in the ass. Unless, you what? know, Brody Brody could still get this That's wrong. That's true. He could he's, miss it. He's not okay. super confident. Brody, what do you think? 50% chance you have this right? I'm like 95. 95% chance. Just any cactus. No, I know a couple of cactuses, <laughs> bud, but they're not big. Yeah, I think you need to come up with one here. I oh, know. I forgot it's but it's big. also named after a national park. So Here's the question again. Yeah, there are all sorts of like. Considered the largest cactus that's Normally native to I'd the United States. Normally I'd be arguing that he's had too much time, but he gave me that answer, right. so I can't say shit right now. <laughs> this plant has a national park in Arizona named after it. When you hear the answer, Yanni, are you going to kick yourself, you think? 
Yes, okay. I'm gonna violently kick and punch myself. <laughs> okay. Maybe not too violent. Oh no, I'm just gonna give it give it to oh, Brody. You better just guess, guess, right? just guess. I, I don't have a guess. I think if he had a guess, he would have yeah. wrote it down. Go ahead. I mean, I'm not gonna guess prickly like, pear. Go ahead oh, and reveal well, your that's answers. Embarrassing, we have that's what I guess. Brody saying <laughs> 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 Brody saying Sawaro. Hayden saying Sawaro. Logan saying Sequoia. Alyssa sang Prickly Pear. Oh. Corey sang Sawaro. Uh, Mackenzie sang oh. Prickly Pear. <laughs> yeah. Yanni without an answer. Chili sang Sedona. Yeah, buddy. The correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is Sawaro making Brody our winner with eight correct answers. I'll cherish this one since it's the last one in the studio. The largest saguaro ever documented was 78 feet tall. They grow incredibly oh, slow, with it taking 10 years to reach 6 inches tall. By 70 years old, they're about 7 feet tall and produce their first flowers. At age 100, they're 15 feet tall and produce their first arm. And at 200 years old, they reach full maturity at 45 feet tall. Yanni, was that in your head somewhere? Oh yeah, maybe on a different you've day you've looked you a lot of those it. things when you're staring staring through the glass at uh, for coos deer, haven't you? I don't know about saguaro cactus, but uh, I've been on a sheep hunt and got to watch rams just butt the shit out of those uh, cactus bighorn. Yeah, huh? really, oh, really, yeah, just those ramming them tough, and man. ramming them and ramming them. What do they do? Anything? It's like testing Pract- their head, blowing off Pract- steam. Pract- <laughs> their heads are real itchy. <laughs> Practicing to butt their buddies. Brody takes the final victory in this studio. Brody, you get to choose with the $500 donation from Meat Eater Go. So what's it going to be? Um, since I have the victory is con- controversial, I'm going to let Giannis pick. Oh, All right. Very kind. B- uh, Alaska BHA so they can keep fighting the uh, no road to Ambler fight. Is that uh, are we at a particular crossroads no. with that right now? Or it's no. just an ongoing thing? It's an ongoing thing. What, what would BHA do to, to help that? I'm guessing that right now they're just working on uh, messaging and just getting the word out there that this uh, this thing's going on and happening. Well done, Yanni. Nobody loses in more controversial ways than Giannis Putellis. Yeah, but that's a stat. It's because you're so kind. You let that uh, rule happen with the tiebreaker. That was the, the communist setup. You let Brody <laughs> have the mountain man. And I'm not a big man. fan of communists. <laughs> and here we are now. Well done, Brody. Well done, Yanni. Join us next time for more Meat Eater trivia in the new studio, the only game show where conservation always wins. Hey, you ever needed something for your home but don't have the cash or credit to pay for it? You can do that at Aaron's. Yep, you can rent to own appliances like washers, dryers, or refrigerators, furniture for your living room or bedroom, even tech. Plus, Aaron's has great brands like HP, Samsung, and Ashley. Life's always changing. Keep it, return it, upgrade it. Aaron's fits your life instead of the other way around. So check out your nearest Aaron's store or visit Aaron's.com to see what 
I'm talking about. Approval isn't guaranteed and some restrictions apply. You got to see your local store for details. Are you looking for relentless performance for your firearms? If so, Riptide Armory is the ultimate destination for superior gun cleaning and protection. Riptide Armory offers American-made, innovative products out of Arvada, Colorado. Whether it's the delicate finish of a collectible or the rugged exterior of a tactical weapon, you can clean without risk of damage. Visit RiptideArmory.com and discover the difference true quality can make for your firearms. Riptide Armory, a veteran-founded business.